When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as Bitcoin price hits $26,600. Also, brand new all-time high hash rate has just come in. We'll be discussing this as well as a $50,000 Bitcoin price target. As top analyst says, it's unavoidable. We'll also be discussing Max Kaiser making a bold claim. He says, or I should say prediction, I am calling it. Mortgage rates will break the 1981 high of 18 0.63%. We'll also be discussing the Bitcoin short-term hodlers panic amid nearly 100% in unrealized losses. We'll also be discussing U.S. anti-CBDC bill moves a step closer to passing. That's what I'm talking about. We'll also be sharing Tether USDT acquires a stake in Bitcoin miner, Northern Data, hinting at an AI collaboration. Let's go. I'll also be sharing with you Bitcoin's next big move up, which will be explosive according to top crypto analysts. But as always, there is a catch. I'll also be sharing the latest prediction from Jack Mullers, the Strike CEO. He says the Bitcoin price is heading to a million dollars. He also recently shared that Western Union can't allow me to pay for my coffee. Visa won't allow me to remit money. Lightning does both and better and open and global. And so you guys come play on my court and let's see who can develop the best experience for the consumer because I bet all of my life I can build a better experience on the Lightning Network than Jamie Dimon. Let's freaking go. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. Get all this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's crypto news alerts. Net. Welcome everyone just joining us. This is pod episode number 1408. I'm your host JV. Today is September 21st and we all know 21 is a very special number with Bitcoin knowing there is a 21 million finite limited supply. And uh, yeah, as usual, we have lots to cover. Welcome to everyone in our live chat. Make sure to say hello and let me know where you're tuning in from. Let's kick it off with our market watch as we do here each and every day. We can see the entire crypto market correcting back in the red with Bitcoin hanging on to $26,600 and checking out coin market cap. We're barely sitting above that trillion dollar milestone with roughly 30 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with Bitcoin dominance also stagnant at 49.2% with the Ether dominance back on the decline at 18.1% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours. We have IMX up 23% trading above 66 cents followed by Terra Classic up 4% trading at still virtually nothing, followed by FXS up 3%, trading at $5.39. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past week, we also have IMX leading this pack up 23%, along with Luna Classic, as the majority of the alts are currently correcting. And in the red, I mean, it is what it is. We are in September, after all, as Dankness pointed out in the live chat. And as you can see on the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 47, same as yesterday, neutral. Last week was a 45. 
35 in fear. And last month, also a 37 in fear. So there you have it. How do you think we're likely to end this September before October next month, a couple of weeks out? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. Now let's discuss the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts and what is popping for the King Crypto. Bitcoin slipped from 27,000 on September 21st as the dust settled on the U.S. macroeconomic events. As you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, we have uh, data from Cointelegraph and TradingView showed Bitcoin price strength waning prior to the Wall Street opening, down 1.5% on the day. Bitcoin delivered a cool reaction to the Fed's interest rate pause and Chairman Jerome Powell's speech and press conference likewise failed to spark major volatility. But contrary to the expectations of many, the Bitcoin price action acted as if no catalysts were present at all. In fact, later the news that payouts to creditors, the defunct exchange Mt. Gox, had been delayed by another year also went unnoticed by the markets. The Fed's announcement of the rate pause caught exactly no one by surprise. Price is still in the same spot, but at least now we don't have FOMC hanging over our heads, range bound until proven otherwise. Now, this analyst named Jelly is underlying the longer term roadmap remaining bullish, suggesting an exit higher from the current structure in play for more than a year was still possible, as he shared here on X, Bitcoin is forming a massive cup and handle pattern below 30 Gs. Some argue it is not a valid pattern, while others anticipate a big breakout. I expect the higher prices. What do you think? Let me know in the chat, fam. And continuing, we had fellow analyst Crypto Tony, who shared the following. So my plan was the long while we remained above 26.8. And thus far, that is what we are doing. So certainly came down a bit so up that the bulls now to the end of this week on the bullish high. And and now let's take a look at the Bitcoin monthly close as we are entering the latter end of the month, covering the impetus for the post-Fed drop trader crypto ed suggests that the prior tap of the month-to-date highs could be a cause for suspicion, as he shares here. Bitcoin, in my recent updates, I shared my feeling that something was off with this recent rise to 27.5. And he also mentioned spot, which you can see in this chart in the white, is offloading here, which may be a warning. And then we have crypto analyst Rec Capital share Bitcoin. Bitcoin bearish fractal update, which he is anticipating the Bitcoin price going down to $20,500 before rising back up, as he shares here. Now, Bitcoin is rejecting from the same level, 27,150, which is acting as resistance for the time being. So there you have it. I also like to mention that the Bitcoin hash rate hit another record high. I don't even know how to pronounce the number, but we're talking about 500 with one, two, three, four, five, six commas. That is insanity. That means 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 20 zeros after the 5. However, we would uh, pronounce that as beyond my imagination. But you can just see this chart says everything you need to know. So what is that? 500 quadrillion exahashes per second? Something outrageous like that as we continue to make new all-time highs. And Titan of Crypto shared a very bold prediction. He wrote, $50,000 Bitcoin is unavoidable. The highest point tenkin reached during the previous bear cycle market downtrend was a level Bitcoin price end up being attracted to afterwards, as he shares here. The first cycle, $16 was inevitable. Second cycle, $750 was unpreventable. And the third cycle, $12,600 was ineceptable. Now, fourth cycle, $50,000 is unavoidable. Don't get trapped in the current lower time frame Bitcoin price action. It'll soon be a thing of the past. And what a great thought there. Now, Max Kaiser, regarding 
regarding the interest rates, he shared that I am calling it the mortgage rates will break the 1981 high of 18.63%. Now, could you imagine going to buy a house and having a mortgage rate uh, paying interest 18.63%? Virtually means housing is going to soon become unaffordable. And as mentioned here in the Kabisi letter, the average interest rate on a 30-year mortgage rises 7.5%, its highest since December of 2000, with interest rate cuts now no longer expected until September 2024. It is likely we see 8% mortgages soon, and Max is saying 8%, more like 18%. What's your thoughts, fam? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the get, uh, of the day, which is the short-term hodlers in straight-up panic mode. Here we go. And shout out to everyone just joining us in the live show. Bitcoin speculators are in panic mode as nearly all of them are in the red, according to the latest research from the week on chain, which is Glassnode Analytics platform, revealing 97.5% unrealized losses amongst Bitcoin short-term hodlers. Where are my long-term hodlers at? Make some noise. Now, the Bitcoin price action in the recent months tested the resolve of investors, but none more than those who bought Bitcoin over the past three months. Short-term hodlers, which correspond to entities holding coins for 155 days or less, which is ultimately 30, 60, 90, 120, five months or less, fam. And as Glassnode notes, September 17th, the cost basis for those spending Bitcoin is now 28000 around 5% above the current spot price action. So as part of the research, the firm separated the short-term hodler cohort into hodlers and spenders, discovering a relationship between abrupt changes and implied, which is unreal profitability and the shift in spending by short-term hodlers realized profitability. The result, it says, is what is called the non-trivial change in sentiment. From this perspective, we can see that the cost basis of the short-term hodlers who are spending uh, fell below the cost basis of hodlers as the market sold off from 29 to 26,000 in mid-August, according to the week on chain. This suggests a degree of panic and negative sentiment has taken hold in the near term. I'd say the short-term hodlers are always going to be the biggest losers because they have the weakest hands. We say that paper hands, right? Now, the findings chime with the overall sense of caution amongst Bitcoin traders and analysts, with many predicting a test of lower levels still yet to come. And an opinion is far from unanimous as optimists a change of fortunes for the Bitcoin price performance beginning in quarter four. And as reported earlier in the week, a classic sentiment gauge, the crypto greed and fear index remains only modestly bearish at the current levels. But nonetheless, for the short-term hodlers, the threat of permanent loss appears to feel all too real. Glassnode analysts unveiled a trend confidence metric, which subtracts the spender cost basis from the hodler cost basis and divides by the Bitcoin price. Quoting them here, the Bitcoin market is experiencing a non-trivial shift in sentiment with almost all the short-term hodlers now underwater on their supply. They also share this had resulted in a negative shift in sentiment with investors spending now having a lower cost basis than the rest of the cohort. This suggests a degree of panic is dominating this group, which is the first time since the FTX collapse, which we witnessed in last year. So there you have it, fam. As I mention and stress oftentimes here on the show, Bitcoin is not get rich quick. If you're going to be an investor in the King Crypto, 
crypto, make sure it's for the long haul as all investors of Bitcoin that have been hodling for four years or longer are in the green. Naturally, the short-term hodlers tend to get wrecked, which we just outlined here in this report. Now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the anti-CBDC bill. As you know, central bank digital currencies are the enslavement of humanity, programmable money by the central banks. They could put an expiration date on it. They could control what you can purchase and what you cannot. So it's good to see Congress uh, moving forward with this bill. Let's break this down. Uh, the CBDC Anti-Surveillance State Act aimed at preventing unelected bureaucrats in Washington from issuing a central bank digital currency has taken one step further in its procedural journey after it passed the House Financial Service Committee. According to the press release distributed by the bill's author, Representative uh, Tom Emmer, September 20th, the CBDC Anti-Surveillance State Act was passed out of the committee and favorably reported to the House floor. That means the bill will next face a congressional vote. Emmer stressed that the bill had already gained the support of 60 members in Congress. So congratulations if you're one of those 60 Congress members. Thanks for standing up for the people of the United States. In his remarks regarding the committee's decision, Emmer once again emphasized the dangers of state control over currency and its incompatibility with American values. Quoting Emmer here, American values, American values. This is what the future global digital economy needs, if not open, permissionless, and private. Just like cash, a central bank digital currency is nothing more than a CCP-style surveillance tool that can be weaponized to oppress the American way of life. Preach. And again, much respect to Emmer for calling them out. Emmer and 49 original co-sponsors reintroduced the CBDC, Anti-Surveillance State Act in the United States House of Representatives, September 14th, roughly a week ago. It was first formally introduced to Congress in February of 2023. The bill contains provisions that would prevent the Fed from issuing a CBDC to individuals and bar the Fed from utilizing any CBDC for the purpose of implementing monetary policy. In his recent interview, Emmer called digital assets a sleeper issue in U.S. politics, both at the state and federal levels. And according to Emmer, there is a generational divide in the U.S., which residents can push back on the policies that potentially inhibit the digital space and in doing so flush out technologically ignorant lawmakers. So there you have it, fam. We've been preaching here on the show for quite some time. Just say no to CBDCs. And as we all know, Bitcoin is the antidote to the central bank digital currencies because it's decentralized, it's not issued or controlled by central bankers or politicians, and it's incorruptible because the mathematics of the code, there is a finite limited supply, whereas with a central bank digital currency, it's nothing different than the digital form of the dollar, only that it's programmable, and that's not a good look, obviously, as we can't trust the central bankers who put us in this mess to begin with. So all our faith is in Satoshi and Bitcoin, which will continue as the escape valve out of the matrix. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss the latest regarding Tether, USDT, uh, USDT and their most recent acquisition. And they may be implementing some artificial intelligence here in the future. So let's break this down. As we know, it's the largest stablecoin in the world. Uh, the firm behind stablecoin Tether invested in an undisclosed amount of German-based crypto miner, Northern Data Group, in a move backing artificial intelligence initiatives. In a September 21st blog, 
post, Tether said the strategic investment into Northern Data through Tether Group Company, The Moon, what a cool name, The Moon, was intended to demonstrate its determination to support emerging tech, uh, hinting at collaborations involving AI, which is artificial intelligence, peer-to-peer communications, and data storage solutions. The company denied a report from Forbes regarding a $420 million investment well, happy 420 either way, fam, but did not <laughs> specify the exact amount when reached for a comment. Now, Cointelegraph reached out, but did not receive a response at this time. Northern Data announced in July it had reached an agreement with Tether to acquire the moon, a deal in which the stablecoin issuer agreed to capitalize the moon prior to completion of the acquisition with the funds needed to acquire the latest generational GPU hardware. Uh, Tether Chief Technology Officer Paolo described the investment as a fresh venture into the new technological frontiers as Tether announced here on X. Tether makes strategic investment into Northern Data Group, set to become the biggest independent AI player in Europe. Let's freaking go. Now, Tether claimed the investment was separate from its reserves and would not impact the customer funds. The firm previously faced legal action in the U.S. following accusations that had not been fully transparent about its reserves, which we know is nothing more than FUD, resulting in millions of dollars of fines and orders to provide reports on USDT's backing. And as the largest stablecoin issuer by market cap at more than $83 billion, Tether had made many investments globally, from partnering with crypto in market in Argentina to signing a memorandum of understanding how to develop peer-to-peer infrastructure with the government of Georgia. And in August, Paolo revealed some of the firm's mining operations were based in Latin America, though it is unclear if they could expand to Germany following the deal with Northern Data. All I got to say is this, which stablecoin do you trust the most in this industry? If you had to put some funds into one for whatever reason, is it Tether, USDT, or Circles, USDC? As as you know, I've been giving you warnings regarding Circles USDC for quite some time as Max Kaiser has been ringing the alarm on that particular company. So Tether seems like the one to go with. They've been around for the longest amount of time. They opened up shop as well in El Salvador, and they seem to be the most trustworthy. And also, they now have Bitcoin on their balance sheet. Shows you they're doing things uh, in the right direction. So with that being shared, fam, now let's break down Bitcoin's next big potential move, according to crypto analyst Credible Crypto. And then I'll be sharing the latest from the Strike CEO, Jack Mullers, regarding his $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. And also I transcribed his most recent interview talking about Bitcoin with some very insightful thoughts to share with you, and then we'll dive into our live Q&A. So here we go. Here's a prediction. Closely followed crypto strategist is predicting Bitcoin will undergo one more market correction before making a massive move to the upside. Synonymous analyst Credible Crypto tells his 400,000 followers on X, Bitcoin will likely dip down to at least the mid-26 level, Lo and behold, exactly where we're at right now, fam, but remain in an overall upward channel. Quitting him here, corrective structures are typically downward sloping movements that correct or retrace a portion of the prior impulse. Impulse movements are trending moves that advance price in the direction of the trend. This is why sideways corrections after an impulsive move are so bullish, because rather than getting a typical retracement, a lack of sellers and strong demand just moves the price sideways rather than down until the next impulse. This is a sign, a strength. You know what's more bullish than that? 
listen up. When a corrective structure grinds up and advances the price, instead of retracing the prior impulse or going sideways, now instead of going sideways, we actually move up. What I like to call vertical accumulation. In this case, a lack of sellers and consistent uh, demand makes the price grind up during the corrections, a time when typically we would expect price to move down or even sideways. So remember, this is technically a corrective move despite how bullish it is moving. So a move down anywhere above the start of the impulse, it is correcting. The one on the chart I have shown here is still possible. However, I think the only way we'll get there is some extreme volatility and for selling liquidations to force us down through the active buyers below. All this is to say that the next move up should be explosive, regardless of where the correction ends, whether that be in the mid 26,000s where we're currently at, or even lower if we manage to get some quick liquidations. And he shares this chart and looking at it, the trader suggests Bitcoin is forming the corrective Elliott wave X Y Z pattern, which can cause Bitcoin to decline to the 26.6 to 26 for range. He also identifies the 28,000 level as a bull market confirmation. So that's the line in the sand. And according to the trader, Bitcoin is showing surprising strength in holding the 27 level of the last few days. A Bitcoin's open interest for options retraced after the dip. However, keep in mind, he continues to predict just another quick move down like the last one to shake out some of these recent longs. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. How many of you feel we're likely to retrace some more before an explosive move forward? Or do you think the bears will get caught off guard and we may just explode back to that 30,000 psychological resistance? Let me know your thoughts, fam. And now let's break down our next story of the day, uh, the greatest and latest from the Strike CEO, Jack Maulers, who's predicting a $1 million Bitcoin price. He recently gave an interview and I transcribed it. I'm gonna be sharing that with you right here. I posted it earlier this morning on X. Here's what Jack Maulers had to share. Western Union can't allow me to pay for coffee. Visa won't allow me to remit money. Lightning, referring to the Lightning Network, does both and better and open and global. And so you guys come play on my court and let's see who can develop the best experience for the consumer because I bet all of my life I can build a better experience on the Lightning Network than Jamie Dimon <laughs> preach. And as we all know, Jamie Dimon is the CEO of the largest banking cartel in the United States known as J.P. Morgan Chase. Now, he continues and goes on. The other Jack, referring to Jack Dorsey, and I agree with him, thinks of Bitcoin as the currency of the internet because of similar properties that they retain. The internet has actually similar, similar properties to that of the United States of America. There is a freedom and a pining. There is a freedom of coming and going. Everyone's created equal. There is a system of users with no admins. And so it's a system that is designed to be peer to peer. And because of that, there is no natural relationship with a nation state or a corporation. And so it is naturally global and it's natively digital, which makes it incredibly accessible. And it doesn't inherently require systems like trust. And so I think that is why it is the currency of the internet. And more specifically, it is the first ever digital bearer instrument. So bytes of data can represent physical value. And so for something like Stripe, visa payments and promises of future settlement. And so Stripe doesn't actually offer finality within itself. It 
forwards along messages of promises. Bitcoin doesn't have an actual issuer. Satoshi Nakamoto even paid for his or her or their Bitcoin with energy. And so it's a commodity-like instrument in the truest and most natural form. And that is a very, very important property that even someone like the SEC is beginning to recognize. So I think the combination of those make Bitcoin tremendously unique. It has a big bang type of effect where theoretically, in my opinion, it is impossible to replicate and retain and achieve the properties that Satoshi Nakamoto did. Preach, massive shout out to Jack Maulers. And if you missed the million dollar price prediction when he was speaking on CNBC, Mahler says he is convinced the Bitcoin price will hit $1 million per coin fueled by global hyperinflation. In fact, uh, quoting him here, there are only two things I can guarantee in this world. Number one, nobody can live forever. And number two, nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. And that is why it's the only two things I truly value in my life, which are my life and Bitcoin. Very powerful words. He also goes on to share, my overall opinion is that the name of the game is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as possible. Alts, referring to the altcoins, are interesting, but a lot more speculative. I use them to accumulate more bitcoins and also i you know transcribe this interview in full where he makes this million dollar price prediction and he goes on to share if silver is going to a thousand x i'll walk into my kitchen right now and i'll melt all of my silverware and sell it at market if gold is going to rally elon musk will find more on mars this is a super important point bitcoin is the only monetary instrument in the history of our species that is fixed it does not matter how much more demand comes into the asset class no one will ever be able to make more of it and i also shared with you his prediction of the two things he can guarantee you in his life, that he'll die and there'll only ever be 21 million Bitcoin. So it is the only fixed supply asset. It's not that complicated. It's going to go up because everything else can be issued more. That's right. Everything goes to zero against Bitcoin, quoting Max Kaiser. Now, the only thing that is clear to us and clear to our customers is that you cannot hold and save in dollars anymore. Preach. I think there is going to be a new era of the US dollar where inflation will enter and normalize at 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 percent. The days of 2 percent inflation are over. The Fed really blew this thing up. You can call it inflation because the CPI is a load of nonsense, right? Like the government is going to tell me how the dollar is inflating based on a basket of instruments like my Netflix subscription or my Caesar salad doesn't actually tell me how well the dollar is doing or how much is being devalued. Miami real estate does. Bitcoin does. Bitcoin is up over 50 percent this year. You're telling me the dollar isn't inflating. You're out of your mind. I am not listening to that. The Fed and the whole monetary system is based on trust. And so they constantly and constantly break that trust. It would be the equivalent to there's a fire outside of my house. I smell the smoke and someone tells me, nah, 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 it's a bunch of teenagers putting on a bonfire. Okay. But I hear a police siren. Are you sure it's a bonfire? Yeah, yeah, it's a bonfire. Now I hear 10 sirens. 100 sirens. Now a whole community is running out. I'm not going to get up and look outside the window and see what's going on. I don't believe them for a second. You have to be absolutely crazy to believe the Federal Reserve right now. They are full of it. And I don't have to because I own Bitcoin. There is no one that can deflate my instrument. I get to hold it, save in it. I know the monetary policy. I sleep like a baby, like the baby face that I am. So I think you are crazy to believe the Fed and these swap lines and treating these assets at par because it's a gimmick. It's a scam. So there you have it, fam. Very bold words coming from the Strike CEO, Jack Maulers. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.